Hi folks, a shout out this week to Sharon Pask, who did a review of the Take On Board podcast. Thanks, Sharon. She says, gender pay gap episode, very informative session with Emma Ray. Thank you. Well, thank you, Sharon, for taking the time to do a review. We love to get reviews here. And thanks to Emma for doing that episode. Second announcement for this week. This week we're hearing from Kari Hatch. And listen right through to the end of the episode where she shares resources because not only does she share some resources in the episode itself, but sent me a voice memo afterwards with some additional ones. So there's some gold in there. Radio on with the show. Hello, fabulous people of the Take On Board community. This is the final episode of 2022. I cannot believe it that 2022 is already over and what a year it has been. So as I reflect on 2022, I'm mostly feeling incredibly grateful. I love doing this reflection process as it reminds me of all the fabulous things that have happened over the past year. So as I usually do at the end of the year, I'm going to take you through my RSVP process an invitation to reflect on the year and set intentions for the coming year. We do this as the final session in my group program, Take On Board Accelerator, which is the program for women who are in the boardroom. So at the end of my reflections, I'll also share some of the reflections from that group. So how will we approach this? First of all, let me take you through the RSVP formula. There's four steps. Step one, review and reflect. Look back over the year that was. Step two, superpowers or your strengths. What are you awesome at and what should you do more of? Step three, values. What are the values that you want to highlight in the coming year? The emotions that you want to feel and have more of. And finally, step four, purpose. Starting with the end in mind. What's your purpose for the coming year? And let's set some goals, aims, intentions, or even ambitions for 2023. So as I go through each of those steps, review, superpowers, values, and purpose, I will start with some prompting questions for each of those. And know that all of these prompting questions and, if I say so myself, a handy little worksheet is available as a download. So just go to the show notes and all of this will be there for you to download. So, step one, reflecting on the year that has passed. The prompting questions. Firstly, what are three things you are proud of from the year that was? Secondly, what are three of the most significant challenges that you've faced? Thirdly, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing from the last year, what would it be? Fourthly, what didn't serve you well in the last year? What beliefs, people, circumstances, assumptions, blocks, attitudes or fears would it help you to leave behind as you head into the coming year? Fifthly, what surprised you most about the year? And sixth, which word or phrase sums up how you feel about the year that has passed? So for me, my reflections on the year that has been was that when I was reviewing it, it took me a while to warm up. My initial thoughts were that it had been a bit of a challenging year, but as I started to list off the things that I'd done, well, I realised my proud of list was long, and some of the things it includes. 
facilitating the Leadership Great South Coast Community Leadership Program. It was my first year doing this. And whilst I was delivering the program, there's always so much that you can also learn by doing that sort of facilitation and pulling together of the program. Secondly, one of the highlights of my year was having the Take On Board annual alumni dinner again. It was the first time we'd done it face-to-face since 2019. This annual dinner is for the alumni of the Take On Board Kickstarter and the Take On Board alumni groups. And there's about 200 women in this group now, and I love getting them together. So that was a real highlight for me. Thirdly, I completed a whole bunch of learning. I did my certification in emotional capital reports, which is a tool to measure emotional intelligence. I did my certification in the Organisational Cultural Inventory, or OCI. And I also did, or I'm still just about to complete, my certificate in creating wellbeing in the workplace with the Wellbeing Lab. So I'm really looking forward to putting all of these new skills into practice in 2023. I worked with some incredible clients and look, thankfully, there are too many of them to mention, but both organisations and individuals who I'm coaching, oh, you're all awesome and thank you for giving me the honour of working with you. I picked up a new board role. I am now the chair of the Victorian Asbestos Eradication Agency. So that's the third board in my board portfolio, which I'm really pleased about. And I get to chair that board, which is just fantastic. I delivered the Take On Board Kickstarter program. I did a public program, but I also did an in-house program for the Cerebral Palsy Support Network. It was fantastic to have nine people with cerebral palsy in that program and to build their skills and confidence so that they can make a contribution to the boardroom. And I know they will go on to make a really positive and constructive difference to the organisations that they join the boards of. One of the other highlights was adopting our senior cat, Mungo, who's watching over me as I record this. He is both a beautifully affectionate companion to have and sometimes a grumpy old man. But, you know, that's how cats work and it is lovely to have him in our lives. Oh, another highlight, I did Lara Pinter in the middle of the year. You'll know I did a podcast about that and it was one of the goals for my RSVP process last year. It was so good to be out in the open and just putting one foot in front of the other. I'll say finally, but it really wasn't just the final highlight, but it's the other thing on my list. I signed up to do the Assister program this year with the YWCA. The Assister program is a program which utilises the power of role models to positively impact girls aged 12 to 18 who are in the child protection system on their journey to becoming strong, resilient adults. So I got paired up late in 2022 and I have been out every fortnight or so with my match and, oh, she is amazing. I love it. I think I get as much out of it as she does. Possibly I get more out of it than she does. And we've just had some really fabulous new experiences together from doing an equine leadership program to ice skating, to going bowling, to seeing different movies. It's just fabulous. And look, honestly, once I put this list together, there wasn't much left for me to feel super challenged about. That is challenged in a difficult way. I've certainly had my challenges and I always learn from those challenges. But overall, my one word for the year is fulfilled. I just feel so satisfied and fulfilled 
with my work and with my life, quite frankly. And uh, thanks to Max for letting me borrow the word fulfilled because he used it as part of his as well when we did this in one of my groups. So let's move on to the next step. Step two is about your superpowers. And there's three prompting questions. Firstly, when you're in the zone, what sort of things do you tend to be doing? Secondly, what are the sorts of things that people say you're good at? And thirdly, what do you tend to be doing when you feel most energised? So for me, three things. First up, connecting. As the connector-in-chief of this Take On Board community, this just has to come first for me. I'm good at and I really adore bringing people together in person and online whether it's in a workshop that I run, whether it's through the groups that I host or whether it's through the Take On Board community. I just love connecting. Secondly, positivity and optimism. I think it's really one of the things that I am very grateful for, to be honest, that I'm always a glass half full person. I know that this can sometimes be a little frustrating for others uh, when I'm constantly in the glass half full approach. However, I really just can't stop myself being mostly glass half full and I I guess I just need to be aware of that and manage that when others might not be feeling quite as glass half full as I am. Thirdly, building confidence in people to take action and I know that a good part of this is listening, really listening to people and then doing what I can to support and guide and lift up. Step three, this is about your values and emotions, and what do you want more of in the coming year? Now, sometimes people think this sounds a little bit wishy-washy, but if we don't include it, then the goals, well, they can feel a little bit transactional. And this is about feeling it and really feeling it so that, you know, you can connect to those goals that you are going to set a bit more. So, the questions. Emotions. When was the last time you felt awesome? And what were you doing? Secondly, when you're in the groove, what are the emotions that tend to pop up for you? And thirdly, other than happy, the other emotions I wish I felt more of are. The next bunch of questions are around values. What are your key values? There is a long list of questions here and please go to the worksheet to see them all, but I will give you some of the questions. Firstly, what are your key values? Secondly, Imagine yourself at the end of 2023. What have you done that you feel really fully passionate about? What are some key memories that stand out for you? How have you related to people? How is your health? Are there any areas of your life that you feel like you've avoided addressing? You might also reflect on your heroes, bringing to mind some people that you admire and thinking about what you admire in them. So for me, in this section, my key values are love, gratitude, fun, leadership, and for me, that means making the world a better place, and thirdly, living in harmony, and that might be with the environment, but also with balance within your own life. So when did I feel awesome this year? Well, my standout was doing Lara Pinta. It was such a joy to get back out in the world and just the space. And as I've already said, I'm pretty fortunate to feel pretty good about life. There's that positivity and optimism coming to the fore again. So the question from this list that really stood out for me was, what have you been avoiding addressing? And for me, this is probably my physical health. 
I mean, my physical health is pretty good. I did Larapinta and I can walk 30 kilometres in a day. But I also know it could be a bit better. And let's face it, as I get older, I know that working on my strength and my flexibility is important. And sometimes I just don't prioritise taking a walk at the end of the day or doing yoga. This is partly because I think I'm fortunate to really love my work, which means I spend a lot of my time working. And travel has often been my balancer. That is, I go away for a month or so each year, but this has been limited in the past few years. So that might be something for me to think about as I'm pulling together my goals for 2023. So let's pull this together. The final step in this process is bringing together your three observations from your reflections of 2022, your three superpowers, the three values or emotions you want to focus on more in 2023, and from that, setting your purpose or your goals. So let me do the summary. For me, my reflections on 2022 were that I observed that I really loved learning. I did all of that learning in well-being, in emotional intelligence, in culture. And it kind of surprised me that I did that because I don't always think of myself as a big learner. I'm more a doer. So yeah, I'm a learner. Secondly, that I love exploring and Lara Pinter was a real highlight for me. And thirdly, that I'm really fulfilled in what I do. My superpowers are firstly, connecting and bringing people together. Secondly, positivity and optimism, which whilst it can be frustrating for some people, is also, I hope, infectious for others. And thirdly, listening and building confidence in people to take action. The values that I will focus more on in 2023 are, firstly, more fun and adventure. I'm going to take all of June off and go to Spain for a friend's 50th and then do some travelling in Southern Europe. Secondly, more of a focus on being healthy and strong, making this a priority so it actually happens. And thirdly, and this is not a more of but a keeping of, keeping my values of love and gratitude really just continuing to do this as, well, it keeps me happy. So my purpose or my goals for 2023. My word for the year is ease. Not to be confused with easy. And thank you to Dominique for a really great discussion about this. I still want to be challenged. I still want to learn. I still want to do the hard things. But I want to do them with more ease. So my goals. Firstly, travel. I've already said this. I'm taking June off and I'm going to Southern Europe for most of the month and cannot wait to put my passport in action again. Secondly, to consolidate some of my work practices, just making things easier, some better processes. It's not always in place when you run your own business and I'm pretty sure that my fabulous business manager, Lisa Davis, will uh, encourage and help me to get that in place. And thirdly, to prioritise my physical health. And to do this, look, I think I've accepted that maybe I need to outsource my motivation by getting a personal trainer or something similar to ensure that I'm building my strength and flexibility. So all in all, I'm really looking forward to 2023. Now, know that when I put this together, and I encourage you to do the same through the RSVP worksheet that you can download, that it might be rough and ready. You should see the sheet that I am reading from. It's got different colours and highlights and arrows and scribbles and all sorts of stuff going on. It's a complete mess. 
but the message is actually pretty clear. And even though I've done this process about six times over the last couple of weeks with two groups, the interesting thing is it hasn't really changed from the first one I did. That really messy, just throw it down one was the one that resonated with me. So the point of this is it doesn't need to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. And your messy first draft, much like my messy first draft, will contain most of what resonates with you. So just do it. Now, before we close out this episode, I also want to share some of the goals from the 2022 Board Accelerator Groups. And in doing that, I just want to note that one thing I really love about these RSVPs is that they are all clear and confident in their superpowers. I really encourage the group to do that. No apologising for what you're good at. Say it loud and proud. So the first one, this one is from Kate Waterford, a board member at both Corriong Health and also the Physiotherapy Board of Australia. She's also the chair of the Australasian Birth Trauma Association and OSCAM Freedom Project. Kate is also a counsellor of the Australian Institute of Company Directors in Canberra. My superpowers are synthesising lots of information quickly, juggling lots of balls and, and keeping in, in the front of my mind all the important things that are going on in, in multiple spaces and also chairing effectively. For the coming year, my, my big theme has been creating more time. <laughs> so I think it's broadly about doing less, but it's also about doing things more effectively. And I've talked about focusing on stepping down from my small NGOs, not immediately, but working towards that because they are the biggest drain on my time and not necessarily the most effective use of my time. Doing good, making the world around me a better place, but in the ways that I am most effective and kindness and connection to my loved ones. So my purpose for the coming year is to use my time purposefully on the boards where I can really make a difference and also have a big goal of completing my PhD and to have a big reassess of what next thereafter. Next one. This one is from Kim Spillman, the chair or president of Long Beach Place Neighbourhood House and also a founding team member at Midnight City. All right. So reflecting on the year that was, I noticed I was really proud for doing the right thing for me in terms of relationships. So it was really a year of consolidating, getting rid of a few relationships that didn't serve me, focusing on key relationships for me and, um, you know, narrowing my circle. What didn't serve me well when an observation was a lack of confidence at times in my career, which was a pretty new feeling for me. Uh, and one I haven't quite overcome yet. And what I, something I would change is losing my routine at times with just a few tumultuous periods throughout the year. Superpowers are resilience in all areas of life, um, sharing my passions and information effectively and facilitating over the coming year and key values for me that I will focus on are discipline. So routine and discipline are really important to me. Community, so building my community and that, you know, small circle, but in a really thoughtful and meaningful way and fun. So having more fun and saying yes to things. And my purpose, my goals over the year are career progression. So I have a really clear career goal and stepping into the next role at work. And along with that is having confidence that I can take on those higher duties, 
habits and discipline in my health and well-being because I know that this has flow-on effects to my performance in all areas of life and that makes me a better leader and ensuring that I'm actively participating in social activities every month and saying yes to fun things because I've kind of lost that a little bit over the last year. And this one from Gloria Sleeby, a board member at DPV Health and co-chair of the Eastern Health Community Advisory Committee. Gloria is also an advisory committee member of the Mental Health Complaints Commissioner and a Victorian Divisional Councillor at CPA Australia. So if I reflect on the year that was, I noticed that I am passionate, although I am growing weary, and there is definitely a huge change in the social fabric. So there is much more diversity to deal with. My superpowers are that I'm effectual, I'm a problem solver, and I'm recognised as a leader, although I don't always see myself in that light. In the coming year, I'm going to focus more on courage. So I'm just going to continue to put my head up above that line and get shot at. I'm going to continue to lead people and have positive change. So to start with the end in mind, my purpose for the coming year is to achieve more focus and mindfulness. So I'm going to reduce things and accept that I shouldn't have FOMO because it's about getting that balance right. And I'm going to continue. So that's for me. And then the second one will be to lift others. So continue to have leadership. And then the third one is to have positive change. And that's all about community. So trying to get three in one. Now, before I sign off for the year and at the risk of self-indulgence, I'd also like to share some of the comments from some of the group members of Take On Board Accelerator 2022. If this sounds like the type of group you'd like to be part of, come and join us in 2023. There's a link in the show notes for more information. Firstly, from Sarah Anderson, who you may recall from last year's episode and her RSVP statement there. Sarah is the chair of the Australian Orthotic and Prosthetic Association, chair of Disability Sport and Recreation and a board member at Scope Australia. Here's what she has to say about Take On Board Accelerator after participating for a couple of years. I would have said it's a a group of not like-minded people who come together with a consistent path or viewpoint and actually seeing, hearing those diverse ideas and concepts is what opens your mind to a different perspective. It's being able to bounce ideas off people who aren't necessarily the same as you but give you insights because they understand the context. I was going to say, and this is probably not the positive thing, but I actually feel like I failed this year in so many bits and pieces because I didn't do lots of things I set out to do. But what I do feel like is probably these conversations have helped me make sure that I'm not going to feel like I fail next year because I have put things in place. And I think this group probably more than anything gives you permission to go, actually, no. And I think otherwise, if you're in your head, you, you can't give yourself that permission necessarily. Whereas when other people sit there and say, stop being an idiot, really, in nicer words, I'd never tell my mum my husband was being an ass about something because I'll forgive him in a day and she will never forgive him. And it's like that with your friends. You, you don't want to go and say to your friends necessarily or people at work, oh, I've got this problem or this is shitting because you can't, it's sort of not safe because it's so safe. And so having another group of people where you can bounce those things off, it's an environment where it really encourages you to share and listen and learn. 
And last but not least, let's hear from Kate Waterford again. I loved the feeling this morning that as we went into each of the one-on-one private chats, you know, when I saw the other face on the screen at the beginning of those chats, I was like, oh, Jen, you know, Sarah, etc. How are you going? And it felt like everybody was old friends and I, I loved that I knew a bit about people's challenges and everybody knew a bit about mine and, and it's been lovely to build up those relationships over the course of the year. So I've certainly got a lot out of it and feel happy that I've had the opportunity to share some of my experience with, with everybody else. That's it from me for 2022. Thanks again for being part of the fabulous Take On Board community. I am so grateful, see, there's my values coming through yet again, that you are here. My ask of you, if I can be so bold, is that you share this podcast with someone from your board or your work colleagues or a friend or just someone you know who's interested in boards and governance. And if you're not already a member of the Facebook group, come on over and join us there to keep the conversation going. There's almost a thousand members there sharing experiences, resources and opportunities. And of course, if you're on a board, come and join us in Take On Board Accelerator 2023. If you're listening to this in December, super early bird rates still apply and you'll be joining an incredible group to share, cheer squad and to build your governance wisdom. Last but not least, thank you to the fabulous Buffy Gorilla, my producer, and Lisa Davis, my business manager, who does, well, everything. Without these awesome women, there is just no way I'd be able to bring you this podcast each week. So thank you, Buffy and Lisa. You are both superstars. And to Jackie Cooper, who has been ensuring that the Take On Board Digest and the Ideas to Action newsletter comes out regularly. It's been a while since that happened. So she's wrangling me well and smithing my words, if that's the way of putting it. She also made sure that my new website became a reality, which has been amazing. We'll be back in 2023 with more interviews, more episodes, more events, more book clubs and more conversations in the Facebook group. And that, my friends, is a wrap for us here at Take On Board for 2022. I love to you all and here's to more fun in 2023.